Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know what? I'm going to call it now. Oh, are we out of rating season, Mad Russian? So can I read out, can I read out Rodney's text? Michael Bevan was a better finisher than Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Thank you, Rodney. He was a wonderful finisher. It's an art underappreciated now. Like I said, you know, these light as a feather railway sleepers, your top edge sixes. People don't know the craft of quality finishing like we saw at Sydney Cricket Ground 1996. A man who knows all about craft is our next guest. Only three more sleeps till Christmas Day, but importantly, only four more sleeps till the Boxing Day test. Australia takes a 1-0 lead in the series after a victory in just two days in Brisbane. There's plenty on the line for the Australians, for the South Africans, for the pitch, and, of course... For Dee Warner and a man who knows every blade of grass at the MCG is Damien Fleming and he's on the line right now. Hello, Flem. Yeah, good morning. Um, hopefully Santa brings us at least a three-day test. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know, all you want for Christmas is for, for a test to last more than two days. I think Cricket Australia, in terms of their coffers, wouldn't mind that as well. Although the Aussies are probably happy to get a few extra days rest uh, heading into Boxing Day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I mean... Uh, there was a few components that, that led to that, that two-day test. I'd certainly want it... Um, I like the test matches slightly bowler-dominated mm. um, than the batathons we had a few years ago, but um, you know, probably it was weighted too much towards the bowlers. And then we're going to the MCG that was you know, criticised, as I said, a few years ago because it was too flat. But they, uh, they have turned it around there. We've been getting um, results in the last three years. Um, so hopefully he's not scared off by what happened up at the Gabba and, um, you know, there's, there's certainly enough grass for, for the ball to, to swing and seam around. You know what? It wasn't a great pitch, no doubt. Smith said it was hard to bat on. Elgar said it was almost unplayable, which I thought was a bit of overreach. But I didn't think some of the batting was all that flash. I mean, Travis Head, Flem showed in the first dig. And even Verena and Bavuma, I thought, batted, batted pretty well. Showed that, you know, if you get your feet moving and you play with good intent, that there were runs to be scored. Yeah, I, I think it was still should have been pushed to the um, third day. You know, what happened was, yeah. you know, we've got a South African top order that's um, nowhere near their, their greatest uh, batting lineup that, that they've produced out here. Um, but also, when it's bowler-dominated um, test matches or series, even like last year against the Ashes, you actually can rate runs. Yeah. When when three of the top order are getting hundreds, well, you know, and, and scores of five, six hundred, um, it's too much weighted towards the batter. But I think Travis Head's become an actual, just an absolute match winner. Um, those two hundreds against England last year on green seamers uh, were, were amazing, and that ninety, as you just said, um, in a two-day Test match, is 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 worth its currency in gold. So, so what I've got out of that is that Travis Head now at number five feels like he belongs, and also he's got that almost Gilchrist like yeah. take the game away from the opposition. Mm and score a run a ball. So he's been a real find the last two summers. And the scoring rate, you're right, as Gilchrist like it. And the other thing, too, is that just have a look at somebody's stroke play, too, Fleming. It doesn't look cavalier. 
it doesn't look foolish. It still looks calculated, but, you know, for want of a better term, positive intent. And it's funny because people are saying, well, if uh, eventually when D Warner makes way, he's going to open the batting for Australia. And some people have said, oh, maybe Travis Head. And so I think the last thing you do now that he's finding a place in that middle order would, would be to move him. No, I wouldn't be moving him. The, the only place I, I would think of it is in the subcontinent um, because you want to score runs when the ball's nice and hard. And, and then it gives him a chance to be, you know, on a, on a decent score when the spinners come on. But long term, that's not a, um, not a great plan. You know, once you find someone who, who's found a position in the batting lineup, you know, once you know your role and you feel like you can fill that role, it's amazing how you can grow on confidence. Mm-hmm. And Trav's changed his technique a little bit, you know, instead of collapsing that back leg and, and upper cup cutting balls outside off stump. Um, and yes, he used to hit some fours that way, but he often got caught behind the wicket, even even down at third man. Um, standing up tall, punching it, cutting it. You know, he, he certainly not only worked on, you know, his batting plan, but technically, um, you know, he's just in a lot better position um, to face constant high-quality deliveries outside of stump. But um, no, long-term option, I, I want him at number five. We've been reminiscing this morning, Flem, about the great William Morris Lyra. We thought, how would he have sounded, you know, calling Scotty Boland last year at the MCG? He'd have been absolutely apoplectic. But, uh, you know, Boland v. Hazelwood, there's talk about the Bendemir bullet being fit. You know, and Australia's blessed with, with such bowling depth at the moment. So, you know, what do they do? They'd be hard-pressed to, to drop him for his home test. And I just wonder, you know, do you give Hazelwood just one more test to rest and maybe pick him for Sydney and, and rest Arky for Sydney potentially? Yeah, I mean, Josh is one of our greatest quicks of all time. 217 wickets at 26, and, and he's got plenty more in him. But, my, but you know, Scott Boland has got a bowling average of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, someone tell him that test cricket's actually uh, hard, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, eventually, if you play enough tests in, in, in non-quick-friendly uh, conditions, yeah. yeah, you'll find out all about But um yeah, they're both magnificent, really. They're both just, they're high releases, they're fast, they attack the stumps, um, you know, they're constant threats to right-handers and left-handers. My, my main issue is having done a grunt of muscle myself, I think Josh is now, this is his second one, um, you know, they, these can take, um, you know, six weeks, you know, if they're really bad, Obviously, it's not a real bad one. It can take 12 weeks. So it's only weeks since Josh has done that. Mm. And and I don't think there's a need to rush him in yeah. because we've got Scott Boland, who um, even his first-class figures at the G, you know, he averages 24 with the ball. It's his home ground. So I, I'd be I'd be erring uh, caution with Hazelwood's side strain, and I'll be playing Scott Boland. and. And, uh, and Bay 13 will be happy with that. That'd be, you know, they yes. had Maxie Walker, they had Mervyn Hughes, they had Peter Stittle, you know, now they've got Bowler. Uh, you know, it's funny, and he's a lovely fellow, very softly spoken, Scotty Boland. And a mate here who we work with, Steve O'Keefe, says, yeah, until you face him in a Shield game, and he just gives it to you. Absolute grunt. So he's, uh, you know... Was a savant in that respect. Uh, now, 100 tests for David Warner, great milestone, one of our greatest ever openers. Uh, I see Trent Woodhill's comments this morning, Flem saying, you know, he's looked at him, he's seen his eye, he's seen his footwork, and, and doesn't see any sign of decline. Is he is he one knock away from a return to form? Now, that's a weird comment. <laughs> he's averaging 20 uh, mm. this year, Dave Warner, so something's happening. 
Um, yeah, I, I think for me, big Dave Warner fan. Um, I remember seeing him. I was working at the Cricket Academy in the under-19s for New South Wales, and he was a middle-order player that bowled leggings. He was the best fielder in the tournament. Um, so, you know, but to think he could have made, played 100 tests as an opener, you know, would have seemed a mile, miles away back then. But also saw him in, in 50-over cricket. He made this 160 early on and then, then a quick 90. And one is, obviously, we know about his scoring opportunity, but I always thought he had quite a good technique and, and he could score big. So um, it's been a wonderful career. As you said, he's, he's one of our greatest openers. Uh, another one who just accelerates the game, like a genuine match winner up the top. Opposition bowlers fielded him, uh, feared him. He does have the opportunity for me that if he gets runs in these next two tests, um, his career just progresses in my mind. The problem is if he fails twice, um, India, he averages 24. England, he averages 26. Um, you know, history's against him doing well in those um, in those countries. Mm. And then also long-term, him and Usman, both 36, um, you don't want them to go at the same time. So you've got to stagger um, their exits. Exits, and obviously no one's pushing Usman, who's averaging close to 100 this year. So there's plenty of questions. But, you know, for me, I want his 100th test to be a celebration of his career, getting runs and, and extend his career. Yeah, I'd love to see that. I'd very much love to see that. What about South Africa? I wonder, Fleem, if they look at, you know, maybe dropping a bowler like Ngidi, bringing in a marker, like an extra bat, because I think they need the depth and, and perhaps relying on, no, three quicks and more overs out of Maharaj. Well, funny enough, you said Markham, who everyone rates. He's not on this tour. He's been dropped. So oh, I thought was, he was on the play. Uh, so he's not even on the tour. I thought he was in the broader squad. No, okay, my mistake. Yep. He got five. No, no, no. But it, Well, most of us thought that as well. Yeah. I think he's got five test hundreds. And looking at that top um, five, you know, um, we're not seeing a lot of test hundreds there. So... Yeah, it does. It's just the batting looks thin, doesn't it? Yeah, Anton at number um, seven. Um, and Nagidi probably looked the less um, less potent of their fast bowlers. Um, so I, I, I'd be certainly looking to, to play the extra batter if I was South Africa. Um, I think there's 20 wickets in um, in the other quicks. They, they'll look really yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, they're going to bowl well in Australian conditions. So, yeah, yeah agree. I reckon... Extra batter. One more before I let you go, Flem. Poor John Wells is going to see this in the highlights real time and time again. Your shoulder arms, the ball clatters into the stumps. Have you ever left a ball and been bowled? Yeah, SCG, um, when it was a raging turner, let, let an off spinner go, crashed in the stumps. There's always a lot of laughter. Oh. Um, and you just get your, you get yourself off as quick as possible, don't you? <laughs> you know, it's, somebody reminded, I just had a look to our, our colleague Simon Caddish's debut. Remember that? No one. 15 and then shouldered arms to one by Goffey that came in and, and rattled middle. Yeah. Uh, happens to the best of us. Looking forward to Boxing Day, mate. Uh, all the best. We'll catch you on the call with Jared and the team. Come on, Aussies. Thank you. Good on you, Flem. Here is Damien Fleming, 0457 736. Seven three six. Uh, Green keeping rooster. What I would do with Dave Warner, give him a farewell test in Sydney, bring in Matt Renshaw for India and England, give him those tools a chance to cement his spot in the team. Thank you, GKR. Breaking back with more.